Chapter 21 of A Year's Prayer Meeting Talks. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Jordan Nash. A Year's Prayer Meeting Talks by Lewis Albert Banks. Chapter 21 The Imperishable Man Within. 1 Corinthians 4 That the outward man is temporary, perishable, and uncertain, we have abundant evidence. Most of us are already taking medicine to patch up the holes in this temporary house in which we live. In spite of all the patching we can do, it will steadily grow old and become more and more uncomfortable. The troublesome thing about the outward man is that he will not perish peaceably. He is a great grumbler. Through toothache and earache and rheumatism and dyspepsia, he is perpetually making us know that he is badly off and will not last a great while. It is wise to take just as good care of him as we can so that he shall not interfere with the work and happiness of the imperishable inward man who is in for the long race of eternity. Some people make the fatal mistake of putting all their attention on this outward man, planning and working day and night to lay up treasures to clothe and feed and coddle him, while the infinitely more splendid and noble man within is left to starve. Dr. Aitken, the English evangelist, says that a very rich man was once showing him through his house, and, after scaling a high tower, pointed in a northerly direction and said, As far as your eye can reach, that is all mine. Is that so? said his friend. Yes. Now turn this way. That is also mine. Indeed, said the minister. Now look southerly, that is all mine, and westerly, that is mine also. In fact, on all four points of the compass, as far as the eye can reach, it is all mine. Dr. Aitken, looking at him, paused and said, Yes, I see you have land in all four quarters, but, pointing his finger upward, what have you in that direction? The man who is rich in goods for the outer man, but who was a spiritual bankrupt, blushed and stammered and had no answer. The best thing about the imperishable inward man is that all his strength and beauty may be renewed day by day. Love and hope and faith the great abiding factors in this world are capable of constant renewal. Their great source is in God, who is love, and who keepeth faith forever, and who is able to inspire hope in us under all circumstances. He who sent his angel to watch over Elijah under the juniper tree in the desert, when he was worn out and discouraged, feeding him and comforting him as a mother does a fretful child until his glorious strength came back again 
has just as tender care and sympathy for us. It is well to notice that to keep this inward man strong, he must have daily feeding. He must have his meals regularly. Paul says that the spiritual life should be renewed day by day. There is the serious mistake which many people make. Some people go on religious sprees, as it were. They have spells when they go to church a great deal, hear many sermons, and give themselves up much to absorbing religious teaching. And then they drop away from it and have long seasons of seeming indifference. It is impossible that such a person should be a healthy Christian. You might as well expect a man to have a healthy body who gorged himself for a week with rich food and then fasted for a month. I remember in my boyhood a man who was a great singer. And when he would get with religious people and get to singing the old hymns, he would become very happy and for a time seemed to enjoy himself religiously very much. He used to have a season of this sort at camp meeting time. Anyone seeing him then would have believed him to be the most devotedly pious person in the community. But between times in his business life, he seemed to forget his religion. And a reverent neighbor used to say that the only way to ever get him to heaven would be to take him to a camp meeting and let him sing himself happy and then kill him. Alas, that there are so many whose religious history is of such erratic and irregular sort that it is of no beauty or power as a religious force in the community. But we need not live such lives as that. We may renew our spiritual life day by day so that the spiritual graces will be ever beautiful and abundant in our living, and their influence will be gracious and helpful to our fellow men. The passing of the years has no power to make feeble or decrepit the imperishable man within. Dr. Henry M. Field, the editor of The Evangelist, who is over 80 years young, recently said to the Christian endeavorers of the country, I have been young and now am old. I have had experience of life at every stage, from youth to the noontide of manhood, till now I am getting into the twilight of age. Perhaps you would like to ask how it seems to be growing old. Is there not a slow decay in which body and mind grow weaker and life grows poorer? I know not how it is with others, but for myself life grows richer every day as I get into the higher altitudes. It is as when I was on the Alps or the Himalayas, from which I looked down into the valleys of Switzerland or far away to the plains of India. You who are just entering upon life inhale the dewy freshness of the morning and feel an exhilaration as you start in the race. But the sweetest hour in the day is that of sunset. And much as you may love life, there is nothing in it quite equal to the holy calm of the tired pilgrim when at last he comes into the land of Beulah and is in full view of the delectable mountains. What a glorious thing it is to grow old like that. Yet, such an old age is possible for every one of us who shall remain 
to so great an age. But to be happy and strong and splendid in old age, we must begin in youth to refresh and renew the imperishable man within, who alone can glorify the later years of life. End of chapter 21